You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 11 minutes now before 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Renata Skuman, psychiatrist and head of the MBA in Healthcare Leadership at the Stellenbosch Business School. It is World Health Day, South African Public Health Service under pressure. Today, the Global Health Fraternity commemorates World Health Day under the theme Health is Wealth. The World Health Organization commemorates its 75th anniversary to raise awareness of health as our greatest assets closer to home. The local health care system is deteriorating in Limpopo and the Free State due to declining infrastructure, chronic understaffing and mismanagement of funds. Uh, to help us understand the challenges and provide recommendations, we are now joined by Professor Renata Skuman. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. As we commemorate um, World Health Day, how would you describe the status of healthcare in South Africa? I think it's important that we have many things to celebrate. We have excellently trained doctors, we have excellently trained nurses, we have amazing people with a heart and passion for what they do. Over the past 30 years, there has been great strides. We have improved access to services for many. We have also improved services for many. But unfortunately, this is not We are not able to say this for every province in the country. And there are certain provinces that clearly have been deteriorating. And where access to care for the most in need of it has definitely deteriorated. And then, of course, there's another response to healthcare and access to healthcare in South Africa, because that's another point. Um, It is expensive. And the government has come up with the NHI, but we are yet to see the NHI being rolled out. I think what has happened is that the NHI, although it is one suggestion for a possible solution, might not be the answer. Um, When we look at healthcare reform, it's very important that you look at two aspects. The one is the funding of the reform, and NHI in principle is a logical principle, but also, or a plan, but also a financial reform for healthcare. However, to have successful reform, you also need to have reform of the service delivery. And that has not been addressed whatsoever. If the medical staff in the country is dwindling due to, one, less people being trained, or although more people are trained, it's not keeping up with population growth and demand. And secondly, people leaving the public sector due to, one, post being frozen and they literally cannot get a position there, or they even emigrate abroad due to the uncertainties. They can't find a job in the public sector, and the private sector is so, um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen due to the NHI. A lot of uncertainty. People might decide to leave the country for more stability. And if we do not address this, this is the people that need to deliver the resources in the NHI. And speaking about the people who need to deliver the service um, at these hospitals, looking at um, that report that came from the health ombudsman quite recently around um, concerns that have been raised at the Raima Musa a Mother and Child Hospital, is that, and I raised that point after, that, after the report came out as well, is that what the report does is, although it focuses on the Raima Musa Mother and Child Hospital, but it's also a reflection of how services have deteriorated across the country, including a poor infrastructure structure and also lack of beds. Yeah, I don't even want to go into other case examples that we also had, like life, it is an crisis. There's so many places where we have failed patients. 
Um, but just looking, I mean, if I reflect on that province where I did my medical training, now when I visit the province and I see the state of affairs in the public sector hospitals and clinics, which was a couple of years, well, a couple of years, I'm shy. <laughs> I'm giving away my age away here, let's say a couple of decades ago, <laughs> to be more honest, there's a clear deterioration, and it's really, really sad because it was world-class facilities. So it is really a matter of we're not necessarily going to have more money in South Africa. But we have money, but there's inefficiencies, there's corruption, there's money that's just dwindled away mm. or wasted away. And we need very strong, very qualified and ethical leaders to really help us to fight corruption and also to put more efficient systems in place. We cannot just demand increases in salary, but people are not productive. You know, in the private sector, very few people have the luxury of taking lunch hour, but in the public sector, that's what's happening. Um, you know, it's a, it's a different culture as well. But we have to look at efficiency. Yeah. And we don't make, only want to save money. We want to deliver better value for our patients, which means better outcomes, better service delivery, and, and better health outcomes. But that also puts an onus on the healthcare user, the patients, the general public. We need to take care of ourselves, of our health. We need to prevent illness. Yeah. We need to look at exercise, preventing obesity, all of those. Because if you then develop lifestyle-associated conditions, which put a significant strain in terms of the birth burden of disease on the healthcare sector, we put it under additional pressure, which we cannot afford to do. Professor, thank you so much for your time. Professor Renata Skuman, psychiatrist and head of the MBA in Healthcare Leadership at the Stellenbosch Business School.